Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. This episode is brought to you by Battleborn Batteries, the best name in the RV and marine industry. These lithium batteries are designed and assembled in the USA, backed by a 10-year warranty. The best solution for your battery anxiety. So go check them out at battlebornbatteries.com. You are listening to Beyond the Wheel, a podcast about the people and ideas that drive the RV community forward. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Beyond the Wheel. Joining us today is Eric and Tammy of Techno RV. Techno RV is a company that provides technology solutions for RVers, as well as education, not only on the products they sell, but also hold seminars across the country on tire and electrical safety. So without any further delay, let's jump into the conversation with Eric and Tammy. Well, thanks, Tammy and Eric, for joining us today. And um, just as an introduction, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves and a little bit about Techno RV? Absolutely. So uh, Techno RV is a is an e-commerce site. It's technorv.com. And uh, we sell technology products for RVs like tire pressure monitoring systems, electrical protection. We do a lot in the kind of the staying connected on the road side of things with Wi-Fi boosters and cellular boosters. So a lot of technology products that are, are popular with RVers and kind of keep them on the road connected and uh, and staying safe, making their trips more efficient with like GPS units and things like that. The other thing that we do in addition to our our website is we go to a lot of RV shows every year. And this this could be big RV shows or like owner group type rallies. This, this year we went to like 11 or 12 of them. And uh, so it can vary from year to year, but that gives us time to, to get in front of RVers, find out what RVers are, are interested in, get to meet a lot of our, our customers, you know, face to face. So that's another kind of part of our, our business model. As personal people, we are um, full-time RVers for about four, four and a half years. We lose track of time out here. Parents of three adult kids that are off all doing their own thing. So it's just us on the road and loving life. In, in four years, we've been to 48 states. We have gone to probably 25, 26 national parks. That's kind of something we enjoy doing. Yes. So we've seen a lot of national parks. And we, man, we just enjoy RVing. I mean, we love it. So that's what we're doing. And uh, it's, it's exciting. And then running a business from a road, the road kind of adds a whole other element to uh, that lifestyle. So how, how did you get into the business? Was, was this something that you started after you were full-timing or were you running this business first and then got into the full-timing or, or which, which one came first? I wish I could say we had the business first. That would have made it a lot easier to just sell everything and start RVing, but we did not. We actually jumped in to RVing without having any income to wow. 
provide for the travel. It was strictly going to be savings and we were just going to figure it out. It was just something we really, really believed that we wanted to do. We knew we wanted, you know, whatever happened, we were going to do it. So we actually sold our house, got into the RV and did not, um, Techno RV didn't come into play until about six months afterwards when we realized that we didn't ever want to go back to normal jobs. So we had to figure something out. <laughs> so Techno RV came after we, we pretty much became full-time RVers as a way to fund our lifestyle. Yeah, we were actually still working like our regular job when we sold our house and kind of everything we own and moved into an RV. Uh, and, and then from there, we had kind of picked a date on when are we going to quit our jobs. And we just knew between that point and the date we were going to quit that we needed to figure something out on how to make, make money from the road. And uh, Techno RV, one of the, you know, of course, we looked at the things like, hey, kind of with our experience, maybe we could consult and do, you know, all the normal things that probably run through people's minds when they're thinking about <clears throat> how to make money from the road. And then it occurred to us that, you know, there's, there's businesses out there that, that are for sale. Hopefully, they're income producing. They've already got some of the basic nuts and bolts in place, and you can buy them. And so that's what we did. We started searching for businesses for sale we did with online brokers. We looked at all kinds of businesses. It wasn't just techno RV, but when that one, when we saw that one, it really kind of struck a, a chord with us like, man, this, this could be the one. And then we started the process of really looking at the business and, and signing confidentiality agreements, getting all the accounting and all that and taking a look at the numbers from there, things started moving pretty quick for us. The previous owner was, was a full-time RVer, so we already kind of got a view that it could be done from the road because he was already doing it from the road, so that gave us a lot of confidence. We were looking for businesses to run remote, um, but he had it already set up. He was the one that was going to RV shows, and he had that whole idea set up. He just wasn't big on the e-commerce side. He was very heavy on shows. So we saw a big opportunity there that if we keep the shows and we work on the e-commerce online side, we could really, you know, grow this. Yeah, we think we think buying a an online business that already existed was just a great move for us. You can generally buy a, a online business for two to four times profit. You know, if you and, and there's some some gems out there if you really go look. Now you got to do your homework and you know really look into things, but. Uh, this one, you know, obviously what it is made sense for us. And then it was also at a point to where the guy that owned it, had kind of a, a, about done all he could do with it. He was from the UK and he was going to be moving back to the UK. And so it was just perfect timing. Did you guys have biz, business backgrounds before um, you moved into this or, or was it something you had to learn as you go? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> uh, I was in education before, so I have taught. I've been um, school administrator. I've done curricular writing. I've done a lot in education, but no, I mean, administration, you know, in a school, that's about my extent of any type of managerial type thing. We knew nothing. Right. <laughs> it's a business degree, but it's not in what we needed it to be. <laughs> I, was, I was in human research. I was in human resources here. Here's uh, one of the biggest things that helped me like, and I usually don't go this far back when kind of talking about this. In fact, I don't know if I ever have, but I was in human resources and 
uh, back in you know 2008 when the economy kind of took a turn, I worked for a major corporation and, and they were having a lot of cutbacks. And I was the person doing that. You know, I was the person having to pull in, you know, a group of 100 people or whatever, and then sitting down with them individually and trying to help them figure out like, all right, you don't have a job. And people were just like terrified, really. And it really affected me. And, and, and I was thinking, man, what if somebody came in and just did that to me? Would I be okay? I talked to Tammy about this and, and determined that, no, we probably wouldn't be. We, we had debt and things that uh, don't work very well for potentially not having a job. And so, you know, I didn't know that that was going to work out to our benefit, but we started doing the whole Dave Ramsey thing at the time and getting out of debt. So we were really laying the groundwork for what we were ultimately going to do later on, but we really didn't even know that's what we were doing at the time. But not enough groundwork to know how to run an e-commerce. No. We were lucky enough to have a, um, a good friend, family member that was in IT. That was his background was developing websites. So he was really helpful in the beginning, just help, helping us understand what even goes into it. Um, we're both learners. I mean, we the idea of learning new things did not intimidate us. It, it excited us, but it was a lot of learning. Thank goodness in today's day and age, you can take so many webinars and there's so many great YouTube videos. And there's just so, if you're willing to learn, there's just plenty out there <laughs> to learn from. So we had a just big learn. And matter of fact, when we bought the company in April, we didn't even go to an RV rally till the next January because it was just hunker down and learn pretty much for eight months, you know, seven, oh, wow. eight months. Yeah. Now we're, now we're doing internet marketing with uh, Google, Yahoo, Bing. We're, we're doing uh click funnels. We've got <laughs> infusion soft. So we're doing uh, CRM type stuff. So we're, we're in it now, man. Wow. And just, it's only been what a couple of years. Yeah. It's 15. So it's been three, three and a half years. And you were just speaking Greek to me. I didn't understand all that. We were trying to show off now. That we actually know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't know any of that either. Uh, the person that you, you purchased the company from, was he, did he stay on with you guys for a little bit and help do a transition and, and show you kind of the ropes as, or, or anything at all? Or did he just say, all right, this is, this is all yours now. Okay, Eric's laughing because yet again, uh, we actually signed the paperwork and he moved to the UK. I think one flew out the next day. It was so. He was gone. Yeah, we, <laughs> we spent two days in person with him just learning the back end of the website just so we could actually operate it. And he did give us 30 or 60 days where we could call or, you know, but he was in the UK. So our timing was really off. We'd have to almost email back and forth if we had issues. So we did not have as much support as it, we would have liked, or if we ever would have done it again or recommend to others, build some more support time into it. <laughs> we, we, had, we had to get up to speed like immediately. Our, like literally we signed the paperwork and we're like, okay, it's ours. And like, the phone number was now routed to us and like the phone <laughs> rang and, I'm, and we're looking at the phone like, what do we do with that? <laughs> and I'll, I'll never forget the first phone call. It was this RVer and he, he wanted to know, we, we sold this tire pressure monitoring system and he wanted to know how to turn it off. And I'm thinking surely the owner of Techno RV would know how to turn off this tire pressure monitoring system. <laughs> I have no clue. And so I immediately started to Google uh, how to turn it off. And I realized that RVers, including myself, like to talk about kind of, you know, our travels and all that. So I just started making conversation. Hey, where are you at? And all that. And, 
And then, you know, when we were done, it was like, oh, you know, you hold this button for three seconds. And he's like, oh, you're a genius. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, it was, great. but you know, it was, we really pride ourselves in knowing our products well. And so obviously, and that's something we had to grow into really quickly. And, uh, but that, that's just kind of an example from the beginning that we kind of got off to a rough start. You, you talk about knowing your product, one, your, your tagline that I like a lot is learn here, buy here and get support here. I think that's something that is greatly missed when you go into these box stores nowadays, whether it be a Walmart or Best Buy or, or anything like that. Can you talk about a little bit why that was important for you guys uh, to be on an online service, but still feel that you have that support that you can ask questions and help the customer learn about their own product? Uh, from the beginning, it was never a question that we wanted to go the information as far as educating our customers or potential customers. I think it, that part of it, I liked the business just because of my background. I enjoyed helping others learn and so forth. Um, it was important for us to know our products well. We'd go to the manufacturers, spend you know a day with them learning. It was uh, super important for us. But as far as the tagline, I'm going to let Eric explain that one. So what, what we realized is that uh, people were really good at learning from us and getting support from us, but they missed that buy here part of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, they, so they would come and it was like, so people are coming to our site, learning from us, going and buying the product elsewhere, like on Amazon or something, and then calling us for support. And I'm like, this is not a good business model. <laughs> wow. So we really wanted to just say, hey, we wanted to somehow let people know up front that, hey, not only can you learn from us, we'll give you a great buying experience. Like we write information guides and all kinds of things. You can call, chat, email uh, with, with us or, or somebody that works with us. Um, and so that's the learn here. The buy here is just a good buying experience. Lots of uh, information on the site as, as far as the products and uh, good, good uh, checkout process. And then after the sale, the get support here, we have something called our learning series. And basically we write our own instructions for a lot of our products. Uh, and a lot of them include videos. And because a lot of times the, the directional guide that comes with some of these technological products are a little bit rough. So we make them kind of easier to understand. Tammy used to be in education. So we figure we use that to our advantage because she used to write curriculum. So that, so we said, Hey, we need to come up with a tagline and that's what we came up with. And it's what our whole business model is really based around. I think it's really helped just in a, a short tagline to kind of get the message across. When you're competing online against, uh, let's just say Amazon or any other <laughs> large, you know, company that, that can easily take the, the share, um, you've got to set yourself apart. So us naturally and what we wanted to do helps set us apart. You know, we asked ourselves when we bought the company, we're like, why would anybody go online and buy from us? You know, that you're, you're a drip in the, you're nothing in the internet, you know? We had to spend some time and really say, who are we going to be? Why would you buy from us? Well, we're going to take great care of you. And that's the number one thing when we make decisions in a business is it centered around what we believe, which is just we, we appreciate people spending money with us and we're going to take good care of you. I have to say I did the learning series for the tire pressure monitoring system and I thought it was really good. Definitely a valuable part of buying from you guys is getting that learning series and really understanding your product. And I, I also have to say that that tire pressure monitoring systems uh, saved me twice in two weeks. We had two flats in two weeks and the tire pressure monitor let us know right away so we could get off the road and fix the flat before we had any real damage to our 
to our wheel or to our fifth wheel. So that's awesome. That's good to hear. Definitely a great product. And the learning series, like I said, is really a great way to introduce the product to people that purchase it so they understand it better. So you guys focus on electronic type products. Can you kind of give a range of what you sell? Is it, do you get into solar or inverters or anything like that? Or is it mostly the gadgets like GPS, cellular boosters, things like that? You know, there, there was a point that when we were really starting to grow that we were like, hey, we've got this traffic. Let's just start, let's just put more products out there, you know? And, and that that ended up being just kind of a bad idea for us. You know, it was because we like to, again, be the experts on what we sell. So we take very seriously the products that we sell and adding another product for us is is not just, hey, let's just add another product because I could I could do that all day long. But it's it's learning the product. It's uh, writing an information guide on the product. It's making videos. It's doing that learning series. So it's a, it's a big process for us to add anything. Yeah, building a relationship with the manufacturers. We don't buy from like a wholesalers, wholesalers or anything. I mean, if we're going to sell, we want to we want to know the manufacturers. We want to know what goes into it. We want to be a part, have a relationship to that level, not just pick something out that has good margins and stick it on the website. So like Eric said, adding something, uh, we just recently added a, a one new product, Smart Plug. I mean, that was a months and months of going through and uh, looking at the product and talking to the manufacturer and designers and so forth. So, I mean, in the future, I hope we do add stuff like solar and more, but it's something we're going to have to spend a lot of time in. So right now, it's more the GPS, tire pressure monitoring, electrical protection, Wi-Fi and cell boosters. We just added Smart Plug. So, and we have Berkey water filters because we love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's it's really you know more on that technology side, and and you know there's there's definitely more things from a technology standpoint that we could sell, and we do have our eyes on a lot of different products to roll out, but we're a, a, a very lean company, <laughs> and so uh, we have to designate our time in a lot of different places. So we do that very slowly, and that that seems to have worked for us. So when you guys say that you're a lean company, what type of staff do you have? If somebody calls in for support, is it always you guys taking the calls? Do you have technical support and things like that? We originally were the only people answering the phones and it actually was Eric. So for a period of time, it was Eric when you called in. It started getting to where it became a um, <laughs> hindrance to our travel and fun. Uh, <laughs> can be having work getting in the way of that, right? <laughs> I have countless pictures of him on the phone, like in the background of this gorgeous national park, and he's on the phone, you know. So we did grow to a point where we bought, we bought, we hired a full-time support person that does answer our phones. Eric's always available if it's anything that's more RV specific or too much for our support person. Although he has learned all our products wonderfully, uh, we do have a part-time person that does our shipping every day. So we have a little warehouse area and she ships five, sometimes six days a week in the mornings. At some point we realized we not only could we not do everything, we realized we shouldn't be doing everything. You know, with that, not only does that include just 
hiring somebody for like support because I just couldn't handle it anymore. It was just too much coming in and uh, shipping was never an option. We were not going to, that, that would be a nightmare trying to ship from the road, but it also includes internet marketing side of things, CRM, that, that program infusion soft that we use. We've uh, hired a company to help us build camp marketing campaigns through that. So the things that we either A, don't have the expertise in or B, don't have the time to do, we, you know, either have an employee do it or we use basically contract labor. You have a warehouse somewhere where you store the products and then as people order them, you have one person that that does all the shipping and receiving of new product. And then is your uh, tech support person also located at the same place as the warehouse or are they remote? We've had two people actually fill that position. Our first person was remote actually in Montana. Now our person, our, our new person is in Alabama and they're actually in Mobile, but the two locations are separate, which is why we're building out a new office warehouse right now where everything will be in the same place. Yeah, we'll, we'll build it out hopefully within a month or so or so we'll be in it. And it just makes sense for our, just the efficiency of the business for the person answering the phone to also have direct contact with the warehouse. Things shipping out, maybe returns are coming back and pe- somebody's calling in and asking a question uh, about, you know, has my product shipped or something? And it's just going to make it a lot easier and more efficient to do it that way. You had mentioned that you don't, you guys don't want to just go out and start selling everything. What's your decision process as far as which products you choose and why do you choose them? I mean, it's primarily what we would use or be able to test and it it has to be obviously very low failure, high reliability, meet a lot. Like, for example, we were looking at a, a monitoring system. That's one of the things we're really just trying to find that works for RVers that does both video and temperature and and so forth. And someone came to us with one to test and it was so difficult to install. I mean, it was not going to be something wireless. It was going to be a, a big deal. And although it it ticked a lot of the boxes for us. The install was just not something that we thought would be a convenient thing for RVers. So um, that's something we were looking for for ourselves. I would not say we look at market trends, but like what Eric said, we're at RV shows 10, 11 a year. We stay in touch with what RVers are asked. We have customers ask us all the time, hey, we're looking for this or do you guys carry this yet? So you know, we're not doing any research as far as yeah. uh, that. It's more face-to-face yeah. type stuff. Uh, we okay. we have a very active email list. We get people emails a lot and say, hey, are y'all going to be selling this? And, you know, we'll just start gathering that information. And like she said, that, that monitoring, like monitoring the inside of your RV while you're away from the RV is something that we have had a lot of people ask us about and just haven't found the right one. You know, I've, presently, I've got some phone calls into some, some companies that, that do that on kind of the uh, home side of things to see if we can bring that to the RV side. But you know, it's a process, you know, it's, it's, we don't, we don't rush anything like that. I think that sounds great. Yeah. We just want to make sure it's, it's done right. I think it's, uh, it's also awesome that you guys are taking the time, like you guys tried to do this install yourself so that you have a, uh, a hands-on experience with it and can decide that way. Is it right for everybody else also? Yeah, well, you can, you know, if you read the marketing materials on a lot of products that, you know, they all sound good. You know, you kind of got to kind of got to get your hands dirty. And, and, and this particular one, I was having to, you know, unscrew panels and do all kinds of things. And I was like, nah, this is not something that a lot of RVers are going to, in my opinion, are going to are interested in getting into. It's most people are interested more of wireless things. So you guys, um, you mentioned already that you attend several RV shows a year. 
but I think I read that you also do some education stuff with escapees. Do you also do educational seminars at the RV shows or is that mainly are you guys in the booth with your products? Uh, I would say the majority of the shows we attend as vendors, if, if that's what they're referred to as, we do show uh, do seminars as well. Usually one or two, depending. We usually focus more on tire safety or electrical safety and, and things that relate to our product indirectly, you know, but still information that's not just, hey, come buy our stuff actually just teach them some things about those two um, items. Uh, and we do teach at boot camp, yes, and the RV Online University. That's, you know, that's just the teaching, whereas the seminars at shows, yes, we are there as vendors, and it's kind of a dual thing. <laughs> You're teaching something, but hey, you want any more questions, we're at the booth, so. The main things that we focus on at like RV rallies are like tire safety, electrical safety. We do an electrical seminar. And of course, you know, again, Tammy was a curriculum writer, so she's really good at putting together PowerPoints and things like that that are really easy to understand. I'm usually the ones doing the seminar, but she makes me look good with these PowerPoints. <laughs> and then at boot camp, boot camp is kind of a little about everything. We do a lot of staying connected on the road type things with cellular and, and Wi-Fi. Uh, and then we again get into electrical and, and uh, tire safety. But the overall boot camp, there's more instructors than just us, so they really get into a lot. It's good for new RVers and experienced RVers. Everybody can learn something from it. You guys are really hands-on. That's awesome. And and you sound like you enjoy the teaching too. We do. It's we don't get to teach together much. Um, we've had a few opportunities at Work Camper Rendezvous. We were able to because it wasn't a booth type uh, rally. It was just teaching. So we were able to teach together there. We're able to teach together at the boot camp. We're able to do that because we don't have a booth. But most of the time on a show, I'm either I have to stay behind and he goes and does the seminar. Rarely are we able to do it together, but we have a lot of fun doing it together. But yeah, we do enjoy that part of the business. It's We call it, we call it being on the road, getting to the rallies, doing the training and all that. We we consider that part of our what we call our ground game. And that's basically us getting out there, being with the RVers, learning, again, what obstacles RVers face and having great RVing experiences and how we can potentially help with that. Because we could really, like just with the online side, we could, we could never leave Mobile and we've got plenty of work to do. But we just feel like that our business model lends itself to us being out there and we enjoy that part of it. So at the RV shows, do you guys bring a stockpile of products that people can purchase at the shows or do they have to go through your website to purchase? We generally bring three main lines to shows. We've done it a lot of different ways over the past three years. Some shows we, a few shows we brought like a little of everything and it was a disaster because we, we take a lot of time with each customer and we answer questions and we, we learn a lot from our customers on what they're looking for. So we'd like to spend time with each person that comes to our booth. Uh, and when we have too many products, it's just, you can't spend the amount of time you need with the people that are there. It was overwhelming. So we've nailed it down to just three. We bring three main product lines in between me and Eric. And then we usually have one of our manufacturers that'll come with us. We can pretty much man all three areas and answer the questions to the level that we like to answer them. Um, but we, we will bring, like I said, two to three product lines. Generally it's, it's tires and electrical because those are the two things that we believe all our viewers should have. And then we'll bring a third one, whether it be the GPS or maybe it, we brought Berkey's once. So that third one kind of varies, but the, it's always tire and electrical. Yeah, and it's, it's something that we've just learned. I mean, if it was somebody new getting into this world that we're into of going to RV shows and, and selling a product, you know, that would be my advice. You know, do, don't 
fill your booth with just a lot of stuff, you know, be very focused on a product or two or three and make sure you know that product well and that you have plenty of time to spend with each person. The first year we went to the Tampa show is the one Tammy was talking about. We had all kinds of stuff in there and uh, probably six, seven, eight products lines in the booth. The next year we went, we took three and we did twice the sales. So, and it was because we were able to spend more time with people on those products and really explain it to them. That's not really intuitive. You'd think, you know, you want to bring as much as you can to get more sales, but you actually did more with less. So that's, that's pretty interesting. That is, that's one of the things we learned. The other thing we learned, we, we have learned is um, too much choice confuses people hmm. or it makes them where it's easier to say, I'm going to go think about it. So if you do bring, say, you know, there's three different GPS models that we have, um, but we only bring one. We'll be happy to tell you that we have two if you're like, I'm not sure about this. But when we bring more than one GPS model and people have several to look at and play with, we have found sales are much lower than if we bring one and really teach them about that one and they don't have that feeling of, am I going to make the wrong decision? When you mention uh, electrical, are, are you speaking of surge protectors or something else? Surge protectors. Uh, this year, we're bringing the SurgeGuard electrical portable systems because that's the newest model from SurgeGuard and has the highest level of protection available. We did bring the new smart plug to Hershey just to get some feedback and see what you know customers were saying about it. And just it, it was the first time we'd ever brought that. That's one of the newer products. But generally, it is the two portable units, the 30 amp and the 50 amp. Yeah, the SurgeGuard has done a really really good job. Again, we've met with them many times down in Clearwater, Florida. Their engineers are just incredibly knowledgeable. Their product uh, is really a high quality product just with the components that they use. And then their the protection levels are like literally, if you just line it up with any competitor, the protection levels are higher than any other model out there as far as surge, as far as what it protects for. The, the surge guard now actually can protect against things that are happening inside of the RV instead of just what's going on at the pedestal. So you can detect, say, uh, an open neutral condition inside of a 50 amp RV. If you don't know that, if, you know, if you don't spend the time to, to tell somebody or have a conversation with somebody about the product, they're never going to know that. They're just going to read what they read on social media or just hear, but they never get the real facts. So we enjoy being able to um, share that kind of information. Yeah. So like, and, and with that, like if I was at a show and, and I was telling somebody, Hey, it protects you against open neutral inside the RV, you know, somebody might look at me like that. I'm crazy. And what does that even mean? And then that gives me an opportunity to explain to them that, Hey, you know, on a 50 amp rig, you got two hot lines, they share a neutral. And if you lose that shared neutral, those 50 amp lines can come together and create maybe 200 volts on one side of your RV and 40 on another. And then it starts to kind of come clear that like, oh, that is important that you you know if you lose that shared neutral. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of electrical upgrades to our fifth wheel. And um, that's one thing that, that I've learned is that you don't want to have anything wrong. Even a loose wire can have significant impact on the operation of your electronics in your RV. So anything you can get that will alert you to something like that is is really a huge benefit. 
Yeah, and then you think about, well, what are the odds of a wire coming loose? Well, it's pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> you, think about how we're, you think about how we're banging down the road with these RVs. It's like it's, it's the odds are big, you know, that, that eventually you're going to lose a ground or something's going to happen. It, it's good to have the protection level for sure. So what has been your biggest challenge or couple of challenges of running an e-commerce business or a remote business on the road? Oh gosh, there's so many. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So well, well, you know, I'll just start off with this. The part that really I feel like I struggle with, um, and that I still haven't really figured out, is how to grow the operations at a level that keeps up with the growth of the sales. Uh So uh, we we've done pretty good at growing the business and growing sales. After our first year, we actually grew our revenue by seven times. And since then, we've doubled it the next two years. So we've done good at those things that we need to do. But the operations part of it has been a thing that like, you got to keep up with it from a warehouse standpoint. You can't start having shipments go missing and things like that. You got to keep up with it from a, a support standpoint. Because when revenue grows, everything grows, including returns, uh, including customer calls, including support. Yeah, everything grows. So that's been a struggle for me to really try and figure out what's the right time to maybe add this. Or like right now, we're building out a new office and warehouse. Well, that's to keep up with everything that we're doing. So are we doing that at the right time or are we not? That's been probably one of the bigger challenges for me. Yeah, Eric with the HR background does more of the um, that side of it. I would say now that I've had the time to think about it, the other challenge is you don't know about you know about a tenth. We knew about a tenth of what we needed to know, um, and so learning where that place is that you need to spend money to let somebody else do it even though you feel like you can't afford it. The truth is a lot of times you can't afford to do it yourself. You're actually taking valuable time from doing what you do well and doing, you know, like it might take me 10, 10 hours to learn something I could pay somebody an hour to do. Well, that means I could be spending those 10 hours doing something I'm good at that I can produce on and finding that balance of spending money for other people to do it has been challenging because you're you have to do everything at the beginning everything from (laughs) imagine all the jobs in a business and you do all of them you know so figuring out where to let that go when it has been challenging just figuring that part out that has been tough just working together as a married couple in 300 square feet and i like (laughs) Like me, like we were thinking about the other day. We're literally be careful never, what you say. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're never more than say fifteen feet from each other, like ever. <laughs> you know? uh, but we we genuinely enjoy like even before we did this, we enjoy each other, like being around each other. I was still concerned. I wasn't as on board when we got the company because what he just said scared me a little bit because. First of all, we'd never spent 24-7 together. We'd never lived in an RV. And then we're going to be co-workers. And, and mm. because he filled out the LLC form and he got 51% and I got 49 <laughs> you know, technically he would be my boss, I guess. But anyway, um, that was a fear of mine at first. And to overcome that, we have very clear divisions. So in the morning when we wake up and things need to be done, let's say something happens with the warehouse or inventory. There's no question as to who's dealing with that. That's Eric's area. 
Um, if something happens with marketing or social media or the accounting, there's no question who's dealing with that. So we're, we have very clear divisions. And so we don't have to, we do work together a lot and we like it, but we don't have to have each other there to do our job. So I don't have to have Eric. We're very clear in what we do. Yeah. And you know, we're whatever, three and a half years into this. So we've learned a lot along the way about what was best for that. And I, I think, you know, to Tammy's point that for us, at least it was the best thing to do was to kind of draw some lines on kind of who's got what, but the business is always with us. You know what I mean? We can be in a national park, but when you're a business owner, it's, it's just in your head. We have busy, we have business meetings you know, in national parks <laughs> on a roller coaster or whatever it is, you know, it, 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 it's just always there, but we're, but we're loving it. You know I mean? It's, it's like, if we, if we didn't love it, then we wouldn't, wouldn't be doing it. So that's, that's kind of where we're at. And we're, we're actually about to um, launch another company. We were driving down the road one day. We've had a lot of 18 wheelers, you know, you're out on the interstate and you're like, man, there sure is a lot of 18 wheelers out here. And it, and it kind of occurred to me, man, these guys use the same things RVers do, you know, they got cell boosters and, and uh, GPS and, and dash cameras and all this. And I'm like, and there's a heck of a lot more of them than there are RVers. <laughs> so we were like, you know what, we're going to build this one and utilize what we've learned and the business model that we use on the RV side for the trucker industry. So it's going to be techno trucker. You go there now, it's down for maintenance, but it's, you know, by the beginning of the year, we'll have that up and running. Again, we've got the warehouse space. We've got the relationships with the suppliers. We kind of, we've got the, uh, everything that we need from a, you know, marketing standpoint, the programs and all that. So, you know, RVing, the, the RV side, of course, is our priority, but we're going to start dipping our toe into that other side. So this is a problem that many RVers have. I mean, I hear it everywhere we go, at least, is that a lot of times internet is either limited or not so good if you're at a at a campground. How do you guys manage to run your business from the road. Do you have any tips for people that need the connectivity? Is Are there any products that you guys use and sell that, that really help with internet connectivity? Um, we do. Uh, we, we laugh about this sometimes because when you take off traveling and full-time RVing, there is this sometimes conception in your mind that you're going to some third world country where there will not be you know, cell signal or something. I don't know. Yeah. And you feel like Nebraska, Nebraska's not going to have cell signal. You know? So we pretty much run everything just through cellular. We have AT&T and Verizon hotspots. And then we use the WeBoost 4GXRV cell booster when we are too far from a um, cell tower to get a strong enough signal to, to do what we need to do. And that's pretty much it. We're not these big tech heads that have, you know, big cabinets and tech, all that stuff. It's very simple because it's just a cellular. It's pretty much everywhere. It's just if it's too weak, we definitely use the WeBoost to increase the signal strength. Um, but it's that simple, really just cellular hotspots and a, and a booster. And really the angle that we really come at everything is to make things easy because that's how we like it. We're not complicated people. I'm not a, an electrical engineer. Or, so we just want things to be easy. And as it relates to staying connected on the road, we make that easy too. We wouldn't be able to run our business from the road, A, without our cell booster. And we do use the WeBoost uh, 4G XRV model. But with that, of, of all the states we've been to, I can really only recall one place that we just, even with that, weren't able to get something. I mean, if you just 
or out in the middle of nowhere, it's going to be difficult. But Pacific City, Oregon, if you're trying to decide where not to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, was, that was definitely it. it and uh, But it's not as scary and as complicated as uh, some may try to make it out to be really in my opinion it's it's uh, we're out here we have two jet packs and a sail booster and we're fine you know we do use the wi-fi boosters uh at times that we have uh i, I remember when we were in williams uh, over by the grand canyon yeah and they actually had no cell anywhere around that particular spot but they actually had wi-fi so we were able to you know use our wi-fi booster to kind of jump on that so we we do kind of have a bit of an arsenal you know, as far as technology to help with that. But if you've got that and you've got a cellular plan and some RV parts that have Wi-Fi, you're really going to be okay. It's good to know. And, and you guys actually have a third business partner, I understand. Uh, <laughs> is that he sleeps on the job a lot. <laughs> 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 and his name his name's Lincoln, is that right? Yes, we have a well, he'll be fourteen in February, an English bulldog named Lincoln. And cool. when we took off four years ago, um, gosh, shortly into it, the vet told us he had an enlarged heart and he was in congestive heart failure and put him on medicine and you know, get ready a few months of life. And that was like three and a half years ago. So he is Superman or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Doing good. Just the vet. When we take him back, they just look at us and they shake their head. And they're like, just do what you're doing. I'm like, he likes the RV life. I'm telling you. <laughs> I was going to say life on the road is good for him then. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It yes. is. He, 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 uh, at this point, you know, he's, he is, he can't see, he, he really, he can't hear. No. And so it's, it's, uh, you know, I think the Guinness book of world record for the oldest English bulldog is like 15 and a half. And I'm thinking Lincoln could actually do this, you know, <laughs> oh, wow. you know, he, he's a lot of work at this point, but he, he, you know, he literally sleeps about 99% of his life. But he, when we first started RVing, like the first trip in the motorhome, the movement, he kind of did not like it and it didn't take but a week or two. And now he sleeps through it. He's, he likes the small quarters. Like Eric said, he can't see or hear. So he always knows where we are. And he oh, yeah. likes that, you know, he's very cozy and he's, he's very comfortable in, in here. Whereas we don't think that would have been the case had we lived in a house and he had the conditions that he has now. But how weird is it as a dog? You know, every time you walk out the door, there's like something else out there, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, what is going what kind of world is that for, you know, but yeah, he is the techno RV mascot. He provides lots of inspiration to, and entertainment. to go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any, resources that you guys would recommend for people that are searching for a business they could run remotely i know you guys said you got you use some business brokers are there specific ones that focus on remote businesses or do you just have to kind of go out and search all of them well you you, you can run a quick search on on google for just like website brokers and there's one called flippa f-l-i-p-p-a and it's just online businesses that doesn't necessarily mean completely remote you know we eliminated anything with the sticks and bricks i mean anything with a brick and mortar i guess that's what it's called uh storefront that you know you can real quickly eliminate that but we went through i think latona's l-a-t-o-n-a-s website. Yeah, there's a lot out there. I mean, like Eric said, you just have to do your homework because Amazon has grown so large. Now there's a lot of FBA stores fulfilled by Amazon stores that you can actually buy where you're not even buying a website per se. You're simply buying that Amazon FBA product, whatever they're selling on Amazon. So you have to kind of really dig deep as to what you're buying, you know, look for the URL, look for the traffic, look for what they have. But 
it's actually fun. It is fun. You know, to go, <laughs> is fun. Like, to go look on one of these sites, you know, it'll tell you, hey, here's what their revenue is. Uh, it'll give you a little little write-up of it. It'll, a lot of times it'll tell you what their profit margin is right there on the website. Uh, and it'll tell you what they're selling the business for. So a lot of times you can go in there and, and see a business that maybe is revolves around something that you have a passion for. Like if you were a, like to snowboard or something, there might be a e-commerce site out there that's established, somebody's selling it and they blog about snowboarding or they sell snowboard or whatever it is. So it, it's actually kind of fun to go out there and look around. And then if you're really interested and serious, then you just, you know, they'll have a process for you to send an email in and say, I'm really interested in this company. You'll sign a non-compete or I'm sorry, a, uh, a confidentiality agreement. And, uh, and then they'll send you the books, you know, and then you can really get in and dig, talk to the owners. After we did that, we actually flew out to California to meet with the owners because they were doing an RV show and we wanted to kind of see what that was about. So we, before we bought, we went and met with them, sat in on a show and I felt like that was helpful for us as well. I think sometimes it's hard for a person, at least it was for us to generate an idea for a business that, that seemed to be, you know, we just waffled. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? I don't know. We could do this, but fixing an existing business and building it just gave us more structure and, and kind of got us started to where we wanted to work hard and we wanted to, to learn. We just could not figure out where to start. So growing and changing and, and working with an existing business just worked really well for us because we could not quickly figure out how to get it from the, you know, start from nothing. Yeah. I imagine that's pretty challenging, but it sounds like what you guys did was also not simple. I mean, it took a lot of work on your part to get it where it is now. Yeah, yeah it is, but it was still, it still worked. I still believe, I think anything's going to be hard, whether you start a business from scratch or you build an existing business or tweak an existing, whatever you're doing to it. I think they're both not easy. You're going to, it was just a matter of, we needed that kickstart to just lay a good foundation to kind of just, we changed tons of it. It's not like we kept it the same, but it still gave us some areas that, um, it, it, I don't know, it just got us a good kickstart. Yeah, I mean, we're not, I, I think there's only one product brand that we have right now that is that was there when we bought the business. Everything else we've changed. And of course, we completely changed the website, the look, the logo, the, you know, the tagline, you know, pretty much we changed everything. Uh, to Tammy's point, it still gave us kind of like the direction of the company. And then we could take it there and go wherever we wanted to with it. Very cool. Well, I think that's all of our questions for you guys, but is there anything that you would like to share or add that maybe Sean or I missed? Uh, so, you know, I guess any, like anybody that's listening, just like a, about techno RV, we do have an about section on our website. And then the, as far as information, cause we've talked a lot about, we'd like to provide a lot of information. We do have information guides on our website. If you go to technorv.com up top, you'll see something that says learn here. And we have info guides on Wi-Fi boosting, cellular boosting, electrical protection, tire pressure monitoring, water filtration, really kind of everything that we do, we've written comprehensive guides. So if anybody's interested and they go uh, jump in there and get those, we also have a YouTube channel with a lot of kind of instructional videos on a lot of the products and things like that. So if anybody's interested, they're welcome to go check all that out. And we can link both of them to our website. Okay. Oh, cool. Great. And if people aren't sure exactly about which one of your, pro like you said, you have three GPSs, 
they'll obviously be able to see a lot of information about those on your website, but if they're still not sure after looking at that, can they call or email and get help on making that best decision for them? Absolutely. Our tech guys, Tyler's, but there's so many ways that you can get in touch with us. We don't, we're not hard to find, uh, online. We have a chat feature during the day. We have, um, a contact us email, uh, online, our phone numbers online. Um, we, we deal with a lot of customers through Facebook messenger. They'll just, you know, chat with us straight through our Facebook page. Um, so we're, you can find a YouTube video and leave a comment. We'd be more than happy to help you there. So it's not hard to get in touch with us. If it's a techno RV thing, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, website, whatever you, you're going to get, someone's going to help you. Kenny and I really appreciate you guys taking an hour of your day to spend with us. And that was uh, great. I think you've provided a lot of information. I know for me personally, and also for our listeners, we just want to thank you for, for taking the time to, to talk with us today. You're welcome. We enjoyed it. Thanks for um, thanks for having us. Yeah, this was great. Yeah, we uh, love the podcast, and we're glad to be a part of it. Before we go, we would like to thank our sponsors, Battleborn Batteries, the best name in the RV and marine industry. These lithium batteries are designed and assembled in the USA and backed by a 10-year warranty. The best solution for your battery anxiety. So go check them out at battlebornbatteries.com. We want to thank everyone for tuning in to today's episode and want to thank Eric and Tammy for coming on the show to give us a behind the scenes look of what it takes to run a successful mobile business. For more information on Techno RV, be sure to check them out at technorv.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.